1: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
2: Welcome to Clash of the Titles, the podcast that sees two films with something in common. Go head to head to see which one does it better. On this episode, in the red corner, Merry Christmas, From Aldovia, where there's intrigue in the royal household as a budding reporter attempts to get the scoop of the century by pretending to be an American tutor. As in, she's American and a tutor. She doesn't tutor people in American. Nothing is made of this, which, if you ask me, feels like a missed opportunity. From 2017, it's A Christmas Prince. Forget fashion
3: week what do you know about the royal family of aldovia this is better than an exclusive get lots of video audio whatever you can grab
4: i hope you'll come tomorrow night tomorrow night the christmas eve
2: ball
3: what's going on complete makeover
2: While in the blue corner, it's Merry Christmas from Belgravia. As a competitive baker and a royal duchess swap places for some reason I couldn't quite work out. I think maybe it was a bet or a dare. Anyway, hijinks ensue in 2018's The Princess Switch.
4: The royal family of Belgravia invites you to compete in our Christmas baking competition. Who are you?
3: Lady Margaret Delacourt, Duchess Montanaro, De DeNovo. I think we were destined to run into each other. I'm supposed to marry Prince Edward on New Year's Day, but I hate being in the spotlight. I want to switch places with you. Switch places? i become you, and you become me.
2: So what connects these two movies, and which one does it better? Let's find out! It's Clash of the Titles. Release the Kraken! Hello, Clash Podders. I'm Alex Zane. I'm Vicky Crompton. I'm Chris Tilly. And as you just heard, this week we are doing two movies available for free on Netflix. So, not, not for, for free. free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you've got Netflix, they're for free, but they're not really for free, but they really should be. Anyway, it's A Christmas Prince and the Princess Switch. Uh, these were my choices. So, uh, accept this as my resignation from Clash Pod. I am leaving after today i can only apologize that's not true there is stuff to enjoy here there is stuff to enjoy it's more stuff to discuss than stuff to enjoy okay yeah that's fair that's fair and we're back to exactly how i felt when i walked into this room today there's just stuff that happens a lot in these films um but they were my choices uh you want to go for the connection guys what's the connection
1: the connection is happy heteronormative christmas everyone
2: that's a very good connection it's not the one i was going for mm. chris um oh is
4: it uh is it yep. princes with zero charisma and long faces?
2: <laughs> Weirdly long faces. <laughs> no, but I thought you were going to do a spin doctor's joke then, which is really upsetting. <laughs> Two princes. old
1: reference. Brilliant. Got yep. that in early.
2: <laughs> Am I taking crazy films? Uh,
1: is it movies based on scripts that were written by an algorithm? Oh, I've
4: got, I've got algorithm <laughs> written down.
1: Let's do the random Christmas title generator. Uh, jingle All My Holidays, Magic Prince Snowjoy, <laughs>
4: nothing you've got got to have a pun Chris you didn't come prepared I mean there are a surprising amount of connections between the films because this was these were first watches for all of us <laughs> and, yeah. and I, I want to say I rolled the dice on this yeah. one and Again, I'm sorry. These are popular films. These are something of a phenomenon, these, these Christmas movies. You know, they're, they're originally Hallmark Christmas movies, but now Netflix is getting in that business. So we thought we'd have a look at them, see what was going on. And I think you messaged the, the, the WhatsApp group just saying these are the same film. <laughs> the same film. <laughs> because there is a, a quite shocking amount of similarities between these It's the not two similarity;
1: them. it's repetition.
2: You mm. know they're written by the same person. They're not. Yeah, they are. Are
1: they? Are yeah. you sure?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're written by exactly the same bloke. I, wish, he, I, I wish I'd known that. I don't, <laughs> I don't
1: think that's Did you guys true? not
2: even know? No, no. I
1: thought A Christmas Prince was written by a woman.
2: No, 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 no. They're both written by the same guy. Um, uh, I forget his name. she's probably for the best. Um, but the reason I knew they were is because there's the same line yep. at the end of A Princess Switch, The Princess Switch, where they talk about lifting up a shop from yeah. New York and replacing in it U. in the mythical country they've created. Yeah. And at that point, I went, that's odd. It's <laughs> the same guy. The same guy. So, so Nate Atkins. No. No, not Nate Atkins. Oh, no. Doesn't matter. I think it does, Ugh. because I might be wrong. Yeah, they're not written by the same they person. Are. So. Robin Bernheim wrote them. No, I
4: think you might have watched the wrong film.
1: Oh, interesting! <laughs>
4: well, this is going to be fun.
2: So the connection is, if they are indeed the right films, I watched.
1: I can't wait. And, and to
2: be honest, there has been some debate
4: about this on WhatsApp earlier today. So there is a chance, but let's 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 just dive in and see what happens. Oh,
2: fingers crossed. The, the, the connection is Christmas is a time for lying. <laughs> yes, that's very good. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. So, Chris, I gave you a Christmas prince. Victoria, you had the princess switch. Am I right? Yes. Right, great. So we do it chronologically. By a year, that means a Christmas prince starts us off. Yeah, Chris. a Christmas prince written by Nate Atkins
4: and a woman uh, called Karen Shaler. Yes. Uh, Alex is looking this up because he doesn't believe me. I do believe you. I just um, It's going to put me off when I do my thing because oh, I know he's not listening. I am. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, fine, fine. I'll be wrong. Um, okay, so I thought I, 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 with my description, I'll do a little bit of plot because I'm thinking maybe a lot of our audience haven't seen these films.
1: Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't I'd okay. bank
4: on it. Amber is an ambitious journalist sent to cover a royal press conference in the made-up country of Aldovia. <laughs>
1: Do you think they call it
2: that when they send it there? That's its official title. Um, (laughs) Welcome to the made-up country. Sorry, no, I was doing an accent there. Everyone's British. I
1: think it's in Walthamstow, I've got to be
2: honest. (laughs) Do do your intro. We don't interrupt the intros.
4: That's been a rule since the start. Uh, Playboy Prince Richard is having doubts about becoming king. So to land an exclusive, Amber infiltrates the royal family by posing as a tutor and promptly falls in love with the man she's supposed to be investigating. The film is directed by Alex Zam, who in, who helmed Inspector Gadget Two, Beverly Hills Chihuahua Two, Tooth Fairy Two, and Jingle <laughs> All the Way Two. But while A Christmas Prince isn't the second film in an ongoing franchise, it could be described as a number two.
2: Boom! Suck that up, A Christmas <laughs> Prince. Chris just burned you. And that's Alex Zam, not uh, Alex
4: Juice Bigelow. <laughs> <laughs> European gigolo star, Alex Zane. Do not get them confused. One is much more successful than the other.
2: Thank you. Wait, what?
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, lots going on in A Christmas Prince. Was, I tried to watch this unironically. I wanted to so did I. I tried take both really hard. of these films seriously. I wanted to like them. I know this is a very popular thing at Christmas, is to watch these kind of cheesy uh, romantic movies, and I thought I'm gonna, I want to like these
2: because there's a lot of them out there. If they're good, I'm into it. But and yeah. Christmas in New York, because a Christmas print starts off in New York, and I was just in New York at the weekend. And the Rockefeller Christmas tree is in the start montage. I was like, oh, I was there. The giant ball balls. I was like, oh, I was there. Ghostbusters Lions, right? And then like that, bang! It's like, why would you start it in New York and make everyone think, oh my god? the best place to set a Christmas movie and then piss off to made-up country Uh, Aldovia. No, before we get there, uh, we have the Michigan Avenue
4: Bridge in Chicago and then a bunch of uh, flags in Chicago (laughs) because the stock footage they use at the start of the film starts with New York stock footage and then becomes Chicago
2: stock footage. Yes. Wait, the start of The Princess Switch, that is Chicago. That is Chicago. Okay, you know I'm still trying to work out if I've watched the right movies. (laughs) I don't think you have. I don't think I have either.
4: No, but you're right. It starts with scenes of New York, but they've thrown some Chicago in there, and this is the attention to detail we're going to see in this movie, I think. <laughs> uh, they Which just a left-
1: surprise, because the script is so on the nose <laughs> that you think like so much attention to detail lines well like I I sort of came to it like I'm, it took me a while to adjust let's say because I was like is this going to be any good is this going to be rubbish and once I sort of like got my eye in the script really helped me with lines such as like but you're a junior editor and you really need this break in your <laughs> career and you're just too busy for love and etc etc I like so, the
2: line he's so hot he's everyone's type <laughs> <laughs> that's categorically untrue <laughs> be- so weirdly, the bit where she's looking at pictures of him on the internet at the start, they have found the worst photographs of him. As an actor, he's not unattractive, but all those photos are awful. And they're like, oh, he is a 12. Is he a 12, Vicky?
1: Well, I was distracted because with a beard, he looks like Tom Hardy. Without a beard, he looks like Captain America. I just couldn't I just couldn't get, I couldn't figure I mean, it out. I mean,
4: that's hot either way, isn't oh, it? Absolutely. I when didn't he's... think he pulled the beard off. I mean, But literally. he's not <laughs> either of those people. <laughs> Although so. you could have done. It was the worst fake beard in My the My favourite
1: line in the opening bit is when she's talking about being a junior editor and she says, I'm not exactly killing it on the freelance market. I've had five rejection letters in a week. And I thought... Could that be because, as a millennial journalist, you're still using letters? (laughs) 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 Try email, babe.
4: Amber is a journalist. Uh, She's played by, I'm going to call her MacGyver, because that's her last name. Cool. Um, She works for, I couldn't work out if it was Now Beat or Beat Now. Yeah, sure. Because uh, it's the Now with the Beat written in the middle O of Now. Is it Beat Now or Now Beat? Who cares? I also think neither is a good name. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Beat now. Yeah,
1: for a light, gossipy magazine? I don't know.
4: <laughs> she's an editor who wants to be a writer, but normally you become an editor after you've been a writer.
2: Yeah, because she does the fashion column. The guy who does the fashion column is uh, Dick, mm. and he yeah. turned in 650 words, and the article is meant to be 300 words. And what? she's like, this isn't an edit job, this is a rewrite. However... It's a major rewrite. It does. he has got to save his butt. <laughs> right? Again, by the sounds of things, this guy's a clown. But he has come up with a great idea for an article, Ugly Christmas Jumpers of the Stars. I'd read that.
5: Yeah, I would
2: too. But yeah, um, so MacGyver plays a journalist in a film. you played. played... <laughs> I think that's going to tickle me for the whole show. <laughs> that's
4: why I did it. Um, you played a journalist in a film kind of a presenter.
2: Yes, I, I have in Juice Bigelow European gigolo. I uh, was the uh, guy on the red carpet at the uh, 75th annual Golden Boners.
1: Quick question. <laughs> is there a PR budget that you, Alex, have allocated to Chris? Because that's possibly about the fifth time you've mentioned that and I never mentioned Well, it. I was
2: leading into
4: something. So I've nearly played a journalist in a film. Oh, God. Oh <laughs> I went all the way to. Where, where did they. Albuquerque.
1: Does anyone. <laughs> all right, go on, carry on. I
4: want to know now. I was, <laughs> it feels like there's a story. I was given a line in Independence Day 2.
1: Did you get caught?
4: I lost the line during the day. Did you get paid? Uh, no, that was why I lost the line. I, they weren't allowed to pay me, but they couldn't give me the line without paying me. But I wasn't there on a work visa. I was there on a journalist visa. That's what they Boring. said. Boring. <laughs> and they cut the whole scene, and it wasn't a deleted scene. I was with a pack of 50 journalists. It was quite an exciting scene, and never see
2: any evidence and of it. And that is what you call a group of journalists, a pack. <laughs> <laughs> it's Actually, a press pack. Yeah,
1: no, it is. It is. It's and It's really funny, it just is. <laughs> indeed,
2: when they arrive in Aldovia, the paparazzi are the same the world over. Because they're all like, ah, oh, where's the prince? Ah, oh, he's probably shacked up with a countess somewhere. I <laughs> love it, the son.
4: <laughs> so we're in Aldovia, but all the, all the journalists, all the press are English. And as you said, uh, the entirety of the royal family is English. <laughs> yes,
2: everyone, like literally everyone. It's, there's more English people in Aldovia than there are in England. <laughs> I mean, I don't quite understand. Was it part of the colonies? Like, <laughs> did we used to own Aldovia? Because that's never made clear. And, and I guess it's because uh, it's a bit of a cliche that
4: Americans like the English royals and like to read about them mm. in a way that we don't really
2: like our royals, just generally. Mm. Is that a sweeping generalisation? Or Yeah, I mean, they do seem to know these paparazzis. They do seem to know a lot about the royals in Aldovia because at the press conference, they're like, when the prince doesn't turn up, they're like, what's taking so long? King Richard would never have done this. That's his dad who has passed away outside the movie.
4: Yeah, and so so uh, the, the Prince Richard is is an international playboy and a socialite. He's left a string of girlfriends and scandals but in his he's wake.
2: No, he likes to sleep in a tent on a beach. <laughs> he was finding himself. Turns out he's not how the press have portrayed him. Am I right, Prince Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, he's not how the press have portrayed
4: him. He's much, much, much more boring. <laughs> Which is a problem for the film because we're supposed to fall in love with him at the same time as Amber does. And the most exciting thing he does is hang out with children.
1: Uh, Sorry, he can play the piano. I think you're forgetting that. He can literally play the first Noel Mm. And she says to him, "Oh my God, you're so talented." <laughs> at that point, like, I think anyone could play the first in a But he's like, "Yeah, I'm just so sensitive and deep." Shit, and... There's a whole piano playing scene in the other movies. Yes, yes, there there, is, is. there
2: okay. is. Okay, good. Yeah, right. If... I I have watched the right movies. I, it's taken me this long, but I know
4: I've watched the right movies. You now. just didn't understand the credits at the end when they said screenwriter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that, that the was... same?
4: Is screenwriter the guy who writes it? It was yeah. super oh, confusing. Right,
2: right, 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 right. <laughs>
4: Um. So yeah. So she ends up accidentally undercover within the palace. Not as accidentally, a tutor.
2: She literally, when the press bus goes back to the hotel, and they go. The press conference is over. She goes fuck that and sneaks in. Like she's very, very proactive in going undercover. Doesn't have my accident.
4: And they mistake her for the tutor, and she kind of just goes along with it. Which is when it all starts. That the lies, the 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 false. The, the the thing that worries me about both these films, actually, is is that there...
2: Christmas is a time for lying. That's the <laughs> connection. What I find weird is when she gets inside the palace and she's like, oh, my God, I'm inside the palace. Before they go, you're the American tutor, come and teach uh, Princess Emily. She's, like, filming and taking photographs. She spends a long time filming a suit of armour, which I just don't feel would ever make the magazine. <laughs> Do you know, she's like, oh, look at this armour. That's Ooh. why
1: she's still a junior editor.
2: Yeah, and also... When she's all being surreptitious and trying to film stuff and take photos, never once does she put her phone on silent. So when she's photographing the prince, you can... You're like, you're rubbish at this. Uh, It's a beautiful palace, though. It's located in Romania. It reminds me of one of those fortresses that the Nazis reclaimed as their HQ in a million and one discovery documentary. interesting you should say that because it has 160 rooms and one of them is the
4: weapons room uh, and throughout the palace there are 4,000 weapons wow. in real life. Wow. Uh, missed, <laughs> missed, a missed opportunity, I think, to liven things up in this film. Uh, yeah, but there's no dungeon because that joke is
2: mentioned a lot. <laughs>
4: that, yeah. Okay, so like, yeah. To death, that joke. Uh,
2: Emily, you're talking about Emily. Princess Emily is the person that requires an American tutor. Once again, really upsets me that they don't go. So you tutor in American? No joke is made about the idea. It's like she's a tutor from America. Would that would that have been a good joke, Vicky?
1: Uh, i think we'd take anything at this
2: point <laughs> um yeah emily's
4: emily's suffering from spina bifida um she is quite angry she do you think she's actually um put journalists in the dungeon because when she says that threat the journalist gets very scared and run off it suggests to me that she might be doing this shit
2: yeah it may it may make you feel that she's done it before and journalists have died on her watch <laughs> for sure for sure but she is she makes a massive turnaround inside the first 15 minutes because yes. when you first meet her she says to poor MacGyver uh, <laughs> still funny uh, who are you and what are you doing in my palace 50 minutes later they're best friends yeah and that sort of goes nowhere
1: well it leads to a makeover scene which is crucial so when we got to after uh, MacGyver meets the prince and we've avoided the meet cute moment where she falls over or walks into something. I was like, that's actually quite refreshing because this film should definitely have a, I will bump into you, literally bump into
4: you moment. Mm. But it's, then it's, she's I gonna... call it a jellied meat cute. A jellied <laughs> meat cute.
1: But then she like, literally backs her ass into a 15th century Ming vase for no reason. So you still get that meat cute moment. Yeah, and do. that's when I knew where I was. I was like, there's going to be a reach around. There's oh, going to be... What? A what? A reach around moment. Do you know so what that is? I do know what that is, but I can't think of a better Wait, way to say it. I
2: didn't see the right movie. <laughs> <laughs> but... Listers. What's a reach around? This is just
1: my way of describing. Not that, but the moment <laughs> in any rom-com where there's physical contact that lingers a little bit longer than it should. So it's the pool cue moment. So it happens in the archery scene in this. And once I knew where I was in the film, I was like, we are going to see certain things in this movie and I fucking love it. So a reach around, not a rude one. Um, a makeover. Oh, a you mean she's
4: literally reaching around him when he's doing his bow or, or playing pool? Is that it's, what you're talking about? The reach about? around it's... in movies
1: like this is him doing it to her. Yeah,
4: okay.
2: Or
1: the, yeah, the,
2: there was a pool scene.
1: No, it's the pull cue moment. It's the moment... You know, when
2: you teach someone... Right, 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 yeah, right. So yeah, it's yeah. the archery ro- moment in yeah, this. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that would have worked better if the target wasn't within reaching distance <laughs> of him. It's so close. It's
1: quite a dangerous thing to do, yeah.
2: Yeah. I thought he looked like a young Christopher Lambert. That's uh, that's what I'm saying about the prince. Uh, yeah, no. okay. Sort of. I thought he looked better with a beard, by the way. Just, I know no one... Because we- he looks like Tom Hardy. Well, he also looks... Less like a wax figurine, <laughs> which he sort of does for the rest of the movie. He He's got quite a lot of glistening makeup on.
4: <laughs> so while they're slowly but surely uh, falling in love, we have some intrigue and some drama courtesy of cousin Simon and Lady Sophia.
2: Oh, evil Rupert Everett, <laughs> cheap Rupert, uh,
4: <laughs> budget Rupert Everett. Yeah. Cousin Simon, um, in the style of Ben Kingsley, insists on being called Lord Duxbury. Um, you know this with Ben Kingsley uh,
2: I do Do you want to tell the story For anyone who doesn't know it You do it uh, well apparently and it's never happened to me. No it has happened to me. Oh well you tell it then.
4: Okay yeah uh you before you interview Ben Kingsley you are told that you have to address him as sir Ben.
1: Yeah it's always on the posters in the film.
4: And that he won't answer to Ben which made me it made me super annoyed actually. Uh, you? I,
5: <laughs> because
4: I also know no. that, that that Michael so Michael Kane insists on not being called <laughs> sir. He, so does uh, Ian McCallum. Yeah. Nearly called him sir sorry Ian. Fuck off, Kingsley. So I just didn't use his name. Rather than get it just annoyed me. It's like
1: what did you're you just. A f-
4: I didn't. I didn't use right, his mate. name. I didn't what? use his name again. I don't know if this Gandhi. Is- All right, Gandhi <laughs> could have let an Indian actor have that part, couldn't you? you twat.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna just leave that <laughs> hanging there. Probably not gonna join in There's off the back I want of to this. Say. No. Big uh, fan of your work, Sir Ben. Um, Lady Sophia's good
4: fun though She's
1: fantastic Comes in
4: in a red dress In a
1: red dress And then when she gives uh, Prince Richard The Christmas decoration She's like Put it on the tree. Be gentle with it. It's like be gentle with my
4: boobs. More light. Like.
2: <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Sick. There, there's
4: uh, there's a lot made of <laughs> there's a lot made of Amber's footwear, and she says fascinating choice of shoes. Um, she's just there to say bitchy things and cause trouble. And yeah, she's I, so much fun. I wish she was in the film a bit more.
2: Yeah, because there's a scene after the famous make called the famous makeover scene, the famous make it, the makeover scene uh, where she gets all dressed up and comes down the stairs, proper Cinderella moment to the ball where the prince and her are clearly falling in love. And uh, budget Rupert Everett goes, <laughs> she cleans up nicely, and Lady Sophia goes, lipstick on a peg. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's a great. It's a great moment because it's just so over the top.
4: I was pretty shocked by the effect that this film had on my better half, who normally just doesn't say nasty things about anyone or anything. These, both these films seem to really annoy her. And in that moment, she said, Amber looks frumpy in that dress. <laughs> oh, and I was like, what?
1: It's, it's, it's men- an awful dress. <laughs> it is terrible. Awful. Yeah. It's a great makeover scene as these things go because you see the rack of clothes and Princess Emily's like, he'll do, I'm making this up actually, I can't remember it. she say he'll do shoes, he'll do makeup, he'll do frocks,
2: whatever. Yeah. Or as they say in America, the works. The works. <laughs>
1: So as a makeover you're like, yeah, it's going to be brilliant. And then I thought, oh, those gloves don't work. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Georgina also wasn't impressed with all the fairy lights in the palace. She didn't think there'd be fairy lights in a palace.
1: There'd be proper lights. Proper
4: lights.
2: <laughs> I think it's worth saying that MacGyver is the kind of person who, when she makes notes on her laptop, she just types out her inner monologue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I typed out all her
4: notes and I bloody deleted them by accident. There oh. were so many funny things <laughs> yeah. in her notes. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. She, I should start digging deeper. I need to find out more about the prince. It's like, just think it. <laughs> Type it up in a word
4: doc. And so many exclamation marks as well.
2: Yeah. She just because loves- she's yeah. young, though, that's fine. Mm. And she's just learning how to use a computer. Yeah, Normally it would be by true. letter.
1: That's so true. Has anyone got a stamp?
2: <laughs> Where is my calligraphy set? I must make a note to myself. Pass me my quill.
4: In reference to uh, Prince Richard, did you did you spot the the gay blowjob joke? No. No. Someone says, uh, women fall at his feet, men too sometimes.
2: I think he says it. Yeah, he says it, yeah. So what happens is she says to him, they're going for their romantic mm. walk scene, mm-hmm. and she says to him, you must have women falling at your feet. And he goes, men too sometimes, just yeah. take the compliment.
1: That's not a blowjob joke. No, it's it not. is. It's not.
2: It
4: is. It, it is not. <laughs> it
2: isn't. It is. It is. <laughs> Trust I mean, me, I've had I've had
4: them before.
1: <laughs> I will not laugh.
4: <laughs> Too late. Um, can we talk about the horse ride scene? Yes! And how that progresses. Oh my I God. Can't,
1: see, now I can't remember because it's in the other one.
4: So this is the... It's actually just a scene
2: cut and pasted from Beauty and the Beast. Mm.
1: It's not the one where she gets um, snarled at by a wolf for yes, a Yes, it is.
2: Oh, it I is. Eyes. So he goes off riding on his horse and she's like, I'm going to follow him and see where he's going. Yeah. And so she sees a horse... And there's a saddle next to the horse. And so she puts the saddle on the horse and she starts riding off with the horse. And then halfway through the ride, the horse basically dumps her yeah. in the middle of the woods. My narrative went, I think this is amazing. I think the horse set that up from the start. <laughs> I think the horse put the saddle next to it and went, go on, go on my back. <laughs> Nothing bad's going to happen. <laughs> I'm definitely not intentionally going to drop you in the fucking woods. <laughs> <laughs> the film changes tone pretty quickly at that point. The horse ditches her in the woods, and the wolf shows up, and it's pretty scary for a plastic wolf. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Prince Richard rescues her. They go to his log cabin. Right.
2: How, all, how does he rescue her?
1: He walks up to her. What does he do? <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, he's got.
2: He pulls a gun. And Obviously. why is the first thing she says not? What the fuck are you doing <laughs> with a gun? Why do you go riding with a handgun? He literally turns up, fires a couple of shots in the air, and you're like, "Why has he got a gun?" Yeah, fair, that is. A fair and point. maybe it's a reference to the uh, the weapons, yeah, in the uh, in the fortress, the Nazi fortress, or his weapon back to the blowjob
4: joke <laughs> um, got a blow, jump, jump. and then it all gets a bit convoluted I the plot. thought it
1: was fucking brilliant you've got all these tick points for a rom-com and then I was literally not expecting a riddle slash mystery I thought it was brilliant <laughs> it's a riddle I was like oh my god a riddle and well, then I figured it out yeah, it's it,
2: proper it, Agatha Christie it, sure. k- <laughs> it
1: kicks off with
4: her finding a secret compartment in a desk that has birth certificates and adoption papers so Prince Richard was adopted and he's not part of the royal bloodline They're or maybe he shouldn't be king. Mm. And that leads on to another, uh, the mystery, as you say, uh, which is inside a carved acorn.
1: It's a piece of legislature, legislature, mm-hmm. hidden inside a. What is a, it? A, legis- <laughs> a legislative amendment yep. hidden inside a ginormous wooden acorn. Yeah. Ber- yeah. Brilliant.
2: Yeah, tick, the, tick. The acorn's great. The other ornaments that they put on the tree, though, uh, are bears. And there's a really weird bit of dialogue where the Queen, the deceased King Richard's the wife. The Borg
1: Queen from Star Trek, which <laughs> yeah. is so distracting.
2: Alice Krieg, yeah. Who was quite sexy. Do you ever
4: see Sleepwalkers, Stephen King, where she was a vampire? Oh no. Wow. <sighs>
2: um, but he do you not remember the scene where they're carved bears and she goes, King Richard called them elephants, but they're bears. And they are bears. And it's like <laughs> Why? What did he call what, an elephant? Was he not well towards the end? Who knows, <laughs> right? But but we yes, don't he... learn a lot about him. You know, all we really learn is that he was a believer in fresh air and exercise. <laughs> That's about the only description. No, of him. we learn that
4: he's fucking weird because he decided to amend a law, um, and then turn it into a riddle, and then create a scavenger hunt and hide it <laughs> in an acorn um, as a romantic gesture to his wife. Mm. <laughs> That is a weird plan, mm. and then he died. And then he died. <laughs> and the,
2: don't forget the <laughs> cake corn. Big, big reveal.
4: <laughs> and so there's a bit of drama. Um, Cousin Simon and Lady Sophia try uh, to steal the throne. Yeah. Um, which which leads to a scene where where Richard is being sworn as a king in, in as king, and it's like marriage oh. blouse. anyone can object. <laughs>
2: yeah. Apparently, I love, in that. I love that. But the best part of that scene is where Lady Sophia reveals that uh, MacGyver is a journalist and they've just found out the prince is adopted and the prime minister turns to her and goes, is that true that you're a journalist? (laughs) And she goes, I am. (laughs) And you're like... He was adopted. The prince was a. That's the big news. <laughs> yeah. not and the you're... fact that she's a journalist, you just found out he was adopted.
4: She's not even a journalist, she's a junior
2: editor. She's a junior <laughs> editor. She's not even a good junior editor. Talking register. herself up. Are you a journalist? <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I could am be, actually. Actually, yeah. Why not? Kind of a big deal back in NYC, Chicago, <laughs>
4: <laughs> and so it all gets solved. Um, she goes back to New York and writes a blog mm-hmm. about it, which gets twenty thousand likes in three days. Eh, average. <laughs> I'm not that impressive. And then uh, the prince shows up and proposes to her on midnight New Year's Eve, and. That's it. It ends with two commoners sitting on the Aldovian throne. Oh, all right, Lady Sophia. <laughs> I saw
2: you riding back with that peasant. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's nice, though, the New York stuff. Her dad is literally the most positive human being in the world. He's a human fortune cookie. Yeah. <laughs> Stay yeah. true to your dreams and success will follow.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the, the best... only uh, human fortune cookie in this double bill
2: the best bit is where he like she rings him up when she's like been discovered as a journalist and she's leaving Aldovia uh, sorry the made up country Aldovia and she's on the phone to me she's like I, I failed I totally screwed up uh, I crashed I burned and he's like ah learning experience He's like <laughs> Right, but she's really pouring her heart out. She's so like, "Yeah, yeah, life goes on, kiddo."
1: Also, the timeline. Why is she not like dad? I've spent all night in an airport. <laughs> this is such a did, shit way to spend Christmas.
4: Did Did you like him then, the dad? No. Yes. Oh, because I believe obviously there's been two. He's dead now. No, he, well was, done, <laughs> he was. No, he was recast for parts two and three because there's been two sequels to this, okay. so they got rid of him. Pretty smart. Hello, next week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't actually read about part two or three, which maybe I should have, as I was presenting. But I did watch the trailer for part three, in which there's a potentially cursed royal baby, which I quite like the idea. Like,
2: like Damien, there might be a yeah, there might be a curse on that while it's in her belly. Oh my god! that's wow. so fascinating. When we come to the bits, I got something on that. Um, my problem is when they put the crown on his head. Yeah, I mean. Sure, you're working on a budget. It's going straight to Netflix. Get a prop crown that fits. Yeah. It literally looks like it's going to topple off his head at any moment. It, it, they sort of wedge it on, and he looks uncomfortable. The whole scene's uncomfortable. Agreed. Did you did you watch the post credit scene?
1: Oh, God, no, no. Nowhere. The
2: yes.
4: minute the minute yeah. it went direct, about, I was like, Bite "Jingle off. jingle done." <laughs> no, there's a scene where Amber goes to Snappy Photos to pick up her Christmas prints.
1: Are you like shut up?
4: <laughs> what like the hangover
2: is that a hangover reference no Prince P-R-I-N-T-S P-R-I-N-C-E <gasps> right, 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 right 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 right
1: inverted commas joke yep
2: got you no 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 I just thought it'd be hilarious if there were loads like them doing loads of gag together your <laughs> misunderstanding
1: a of his joke is funnier than his joke
2: <laughs> oh
4: i was so
1: excited about that one. oh sorry no sorry I um, mean it's, uh, it's Christmas
4: I've had I had uh, a few years ago I had some emails back and forth with an actress in this film uh, the woman who plays Mrs. Averill. Did not you recognise her? Idea. Who the fuck's that? She was like, she worked in the palace. She was like... Oh, the stern one. Stern lady. The stern one is like... D-
2: did you recognise her? Get out of here, you're not coming back. And she goes, I can prove something. She's like, come upstairs immediately. <laughs> did you recognise her? No. You definitely know she's Ursa from
4: Superman 2. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I know, okay. The villainous Ursa. Yeah,
2: the bad one. From yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That. Okay, that's nice.
4: Why did you email her? Um, so I dated... (laughs) I I got something to tell you about Ben Kingsley. (laughs) (laughs) I dated someone whose favourite character in all of cinema was Ursa from Superman 2. And so I bought... Sold signed photos and then uh, it didn't show up. So I messaged her and she was so lovely and sent a bunch of them back to you didn't me. You
1: did a thing to like, get hold of Royal Mail first or DPD to be like, where's my signed photos? <laughs> you just went straight to the source. Like, Sorry to bother you. Uh, the stuff I bought off eBay hasn't turned off. <laughs>
4: she hadn't sent them. She hadn't sent them. She was very apologetic. Okay. She's not as evil in real life. <laughs> did you leave
2: her a review?
1: <laughs> Great feedback.
4: Loved you in
2: Superman 2 but your mailing is <laughs> really letting you down. Uh, and V she was in V as well.
4: Never watched V. Oh. Um did you did you read about the uh tweet that Netflix sent out uh the week after this was released that got them in quite a lot of trouble?
2: No. So uh, they re- just just to absolutely be very clear with you, I did nothing around this movie other than watch it and then hate it. Well, I remember this was a new story at the time back
4: in 20, Christmas 2017. They tweeted uh Fifty three people have watched um A Christmas Prince in the last uh sorry, fifty three people have watched our new Christmas film every day for the last eighteen days in a row. And then they wrote Who Hurt You <laughs> question mark. <laughs> implying that these people were deeply troubled. <laughs> um and it caused outcry because people didn't realise how close a tabs Netflix were keeping on their viewing habits. And also thought it was a bit rude to sort of mock their choices as well of what to watch. But
2: yeah. So Netflix knows what I've watched on there. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay that's good to know. That's they know. To know. I thought they didn't reveal their viewing figures ever, other than when Adam Sandler releases something and they go, everyone in the world <laughs> has seen this for some reason. I mean, this was pretty specific. 53 people
4: had watched it 18 days in a row. Okay. I mean, it is a bit weird.
2: <laughs> I mean, I did that I mean, this week. Honestly, I, loved it. I, it, I think we should do a new section on the show, sort of stats. I think stats are fun.
1: I suppose it's the natural follow-on from facts, isn't mm, it? Facts yeah. then stats.
4: Fake news, right? Should we do our categories then? Yes. So, what was your favourite scene, Vicky?
1: Uh I think I'm going to have to say the uh, archery reach around. I've mentioned it earlier. Um, it's it's <laughs> why are you why are you creasing? You've just made a you've made a blowjob joke already today. <laughs> Various other and everything. I things. didn't.
4: It was in the film. What did <laughs> you just the didn't. You just didn't it understand on. it.
1: I just love that rom-com moment and I, when the minute I saw him holding a bow and arrow, I was like, this is going to happen in the next 30 seconds or, or I don't know what I'm talking about and I do. <laughs> so I was pleased to see it.
2: Did you know that she was going to fire the arrow through a window? And... I
1: was a little bit shocked by that. I thought it would either hit a something priceless once again. It did. What, a window? No, it went through the window and pierced the
2: horse's behind on the painting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I must have blinked a missed <laughs> It looks like quite an expensive painting. Oh, what's, but then I was still right. Yeah, you were, yeah. That's weird, isn't it? So I do know what I'm doing. Yeah. So that's my favourite scene.
2: Nice. Alex? Um, I quite like the duplicitous horse that tricks her <laughs> into taking I a ride. you to say
4: duplicitous horse.
2: <laughs> Harsh wrong? on Lady Sophia. <laughs> what's wrong with you today? Um, <laughs> but yeah, the duplicitous horse that leaves the saddle out and goes, ride me. <laughs> uh, and then she does and it goes... <laughs> <laughs> um, either that or is that true are you a journalist
0: <laughs> I am
2: one of those two
4: I liked when it turned into Beauty and the Beast uh, who was your favourite character MVC.
1: um Lady Sophia's pearl necklace <laughs> I just wanted to say it but it's also true
4: <laughs> she's, she's well pleased with that I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you I've been
1: yeah. waiting to say that for about four days <laughs> I nearly texted she was like no Hold on to it because it's, um, it turns, it completely de-ages her. She's probably about 22, but every time she's got that pearl necklace on, she could be any age and she becomes like a supernatural villain because you can't tell how old she is. All because of a three-tiered pearl necklace. That's the power of jewellery.
2: I didn't even notice it, did you? I honestly did not, but I get I get it. Mm-hmm. I get again, why
4: it's good. <laughs> then again, I completely missed the reach around
2: as well. <laughs> uh, MVC Alex? Yeah, I'm... I'm probably gonna go with the wolf. Um, just (laughs) I just loved it. I was like, it turned up, and I was like, it was a real, it was a real adrenaline shot at that point. Because I was like, fuck this movie. What's oh my god, there's a fucking wolf, Mm,
1: an angry wolf. Yeah,
2: it was pissed off. All I have written down is cardboard wolf. So. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Shamesies!
4: <laughs> and uh, what, if anything, would you change, Vicky? Go to you
1: again. I would make more of Christmas Day. So the Christmas Eve race to the airport, but it isn't a race to the airport because no one goes after it. And then she spent all night in the airport. And then on Christmas Day, all we get is quite a boring coronation scene. We don't get to see what Christmas Day in the palace is actually like mm. and that it's been ruined. So that's what that's what should happen.
2: Alex? Um, So this is what I think... <laughs> Magic. <laughs> I think there should be more magic in this. And something... Well, either King Richard comes back as a ghost yeah. at some point and goes... And says,
1: the acorn.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Open the acorn. But in
1: a dream. And
2: also get fresh air and exercise. <laughs> the two things, so important, I believe. And poetry. Read more poetry.
1: Don't hide things in death. Ooh.
2: Either that or... Uh, Because Lady Sophia just sort of walks off at the end and it's like, see ya, oh yeah, we're not getting married or going on honeymoon, I'm off. I think because of her cutting line to uh, MacGyver where she goes, it's like putting lipstick on a pig, I think she should be turned into a lipstick-wearing pig by a wizard at the end. It's a brilliant idea. One of those two. (laughs) That's good. Thanks. Um,
4: Mine is that I feel like Aldovia should be more uh, progressive. It's quite a sexist kingdom. You mean less like part of the British Empire. (laughs) And I feel like there should have been a decree that Emily could have become queen. Because it completely is supposed to bypass her. And she's already got that whole uh, what are you doing in my palace (laughs) shit sort of. She's got that down. Yeah. So yeah, more progressive Aldovia. Before we move on to the next one,
2: Mm, you guys remember I was going to do a bonus quiz this week. You are doing the quiz this week. Oh, am I? Yes, yeah. It's not really a bonus quiz because that would imply that I had a quiz as well. But I really feel that the quiz thing is your thing. Should we do it now or do you want to wait till the end? Is it based on both movies? It's more referencing this one. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it now. Do you want to do a little quiz interlude, V? Sure. (laughs) Sorry.
4: (laughs) Um, So this film got me thinking about a movie trope that I'm not sure about it's about whenever a woman plays a journalist in a film she almost always has to sleep with whoever she's investigating or fall in love with them if a man plays a journalist blowjob that rarely happens if a woman does it it almost always happens so this quiz is called women just can't help themselves
5: wow.
1: I'm going
4: to give you uh... now,
1: I'm, now I'm listening <laughs> I knew you
4: would I'm going to give you the just to underline how often this happens I'm going to give you the actress and then give you a little bit about uh, what happens in the film. I need you to tell me the film. Okay. So,
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, num- <laughs> I get it. Did you look at me like do you understand? Yeah, I that understand. has been a, tr- a problem traditionally with right. our quizzes. Well, well explained. Then this time I completely understand. <laughs> I to be
4: clear, okay. Margot Kidder plays a reporter who. Wait, falls- what are we
2: trying to work out? <laughs>
4: Plays a reporter who falls for the alien. She has been... There we go.
1: Jesus. Come on, wake up.
2: <laughs> Superman. Be happy, don't be... You, yeah. you should want to win. <laughs> competition with each other, but bless Sorry. you. I appreciate that. Come on, you could have got that. You could have got that before me and then you'd be winning. <laughs> you should
1: get it at Margot Kidder. Go on.
2: Drew Barrymore.
1: Um, that Kiss the one, girls. Which, no. Um, plays a copy where editor. she goes back to school.
4: Who goes undercover Never in school. Never been kissed. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you see, you oh told him the film. Um, Amy Schumer falls in love with the sports no. doctor. She oh, supposed- oh no, a train, train
1: wreck! Fuck! <laughs> now I'm interested.
4: <laughs> that's too. points. I be good. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal plays a journalist... Secretary!
2: Who's no, that's who's
4: secretary. Who's <laughs> ...who sleeps with the alcoholic country singer she's writing about.
2: Crazy Heart?
4: Yeah. Oh. Kim Basinger plays a photojournalist... S- Batman. Batman! Yeah, it's Batman. Damn it. Okay. Uh, Rosaria, Rosario, Rosario Dawson plays a New York Times reporter who hooks up with the comedian-slash-actor she is shadowing. Who, oh, uh, top five. It, yep. Who is played by comedian-slash-actor Chris Rock. Uh, Courtney Cox plays a reporter who hooks up with Scream. a deputy, oh. oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You, I woke up suddenly. <laughs> you told me to wake up. I woke up. Kate Hudson plays a writer who thingy, plots to date thingy, a guy famous, then drive almost him away famous. for the sake of a magazine article.
2: Oh, 10 ways to 10, 10, 10 things I hear about. no, what is it? The 10 how to lose a guy in 10 days. Yes. <laughs> Vicky, come on.
4: Uh, Judy Greer plays a photojournalist who has sex with soldier George Clooney for intelligence. Think of a film where George Clooney plays a soldier. Three Kings? It is.
5: Oh. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. That's a literal
4: guess. Uh, yeah. Could you tell? <laughs> <laughs> the where
2: I was like, mm, breaking? things? Yeah. Question
4: mark? E.R.? <laughs> Katie Holmes plays a reporter who sleeps with tobacco lobbyist Aaron Eckhart. Uh, the,
2: ins- the, the, uh, the inside man.
1: Insider. That
2: cigarettes. That lime thing. Then publishes an expose on him. Stop smoking. Something about smoking. It's the it's- smoking one. It's how to stop smoking.
1: No, thank you for smoking. Yes. Oh, yes! oh God. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: uh, Nicole Kidman plays a TV journalist who sleeps with one to of die the teenagers. For oh, hello! She's yes! making a comeback. Uh, two left, uh, one tougher than the other, and then this is getting close. Uh, Scarlett Johansson plays a, f- a journalism student who goes undercover to un- investigate murderer Hugh Jackman, but ends up falling for him. Uh, this is a Woody Allen film. No, no. Okay, I think we will just go.
1: Oh, don't
2: ask me. <laughs> it's,
4: you, know, you, um, you
2: can guess at any point. No, right? I don't know it.
4: No. Scoop, Uh, and finally, uh, Leslie Bibb plays a Vanity Fair writer who sleeps with her Playboy billionaire assignment.
2: Nope. Is it? He's
4: also a superhero. Is it Hancock, played by? And you've got to give me the right film, played by Robert Downey Jr. Iron
1: Man Two. Yeah.
4: All right, got a toe So there's a lot of these films, though, where that's the plot line. That's I was trying to make a political point. Thanks, Chris. Uh, Vicky, yeah, but who won? No? One, two, three, four, five, and Alex. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Alex
1: won the quiz. But <laughs> right, I just wanted to say I was going to give you a Christmas presents, hmm? and now I'm not because I'm annoyed, and also we don't have time because of that stupid quiz. <laughs> so you'll have to have them in the pub. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. But we are still getting them because it doesn't really feel like... Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm not that mean. It's not
2: like bad news, really. It just (laughs) means we get them (laughs) later. Yeah. By by about 20 minutes. In a
1: more convivial setting, yeah. (laughs) Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST.
3: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door.
0: And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
2: Right then. So that is a pr- Christmas Prince. <laughs> a prince Must Chris. Um... <laughs> Hello, you can call me that for now on, <laughs> Princess Chris. Uh, uh, moving on from 2018, Victoria, you had The Princess Switch.
4: They
1: say life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Not true. Life is what happens when you're watching The Princess Switch in your house pants eating a grab bag of mini twirls. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not doing it again. It's a tale oldest as time. <laughs> Two identical girls swap places. One gets to live like a total princess, enjoying a lifetime of sumptuous excess, and the other girl has to live with the world's most sexless man and his exposition device. I mean, child, and bake fucking biscuits forever. At the end.
2: Um, I disagree. Kevin is hot. <laughs>
1: He's got hot. a nice chest. Oh my god, that
2: scene where he walks in with his top off—I yeah, was like, "That's great." I love the princess switch. That's this great. is something, <laughs> huh? He's beautiful.
1: So that's the plot, basically. Vanessa Hudgens, she's so cute and she's making biscuits. And then she gets entered into a fancy baking competition in Belgravia, which is a Central European made up country. Question? Yeah.
2: Is it the same actress playing both roles? <laughs> Ask you for a friend.
1: <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and then after. Um, Well, that's it. She goes to Belgravia. She meets a prince. That's not it. There's a lot more. (laughs) Oh, sorry. it's Actually, it's longer than the other film, but a lot of it is the same. The prince nearly runs over her in a car, which also happens in A Christmas Prince. Um, And after some confusion involving... She goes to the baking competition. Her nemesis spills a bit of tea or something on her, on, but on an apron. And then she's like, I simply must change this apron, Yeah, which is even though of... that's what they're for. Right, right, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So they meet each other and, oh, snap, they're the same. Mm. And they absorb that very well and very quickly. And then a plot is hatched in which they will swap places so that the Duchess, who is called Margaret, will swap places with Stacy, who is a baker. So then you've got Stacey as Margaret, Margaret as Stacey. Well,
4: so it's Margaret's idea. Um, and I, I felt, that scene I found weird. It felt like Margaret had been planning this for a long time. She seemed quite sinister in that scene, I yeah, thought. She did. Um, why did Margaret want to do this? Right, I this don't is, get it.
2: So this is what I meant in the intro <laughs> when I was, is, is it a bet? Is it a dare? She wanted to live like a normal, a normal person. person. To mm. see
1: what it's like, because she doesn't know her own mind because she's lived this closeted, right. moneyed life. Right. What I didn't understand was when she meets someone who is her twin... She doesn't just go, yeah, yeah, let's swap, let's swap. You get to like have all my money and clothes and shoes and whatever. And then why does she not just go back to Stacy's house, steal her passport, shag her way through Europe? It makes no sense to me. She'd be like, I'll just live with Kevin, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: why? But they also yeah, may like... just give all my toothpaste away to Kevin also. Get <laughs> like, uh... your own fucking toothpaste, Kevin. By the way, Kevin hasn't brought his
4: toothpaste with him. He only notices after two days.
5: (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't cleaned his teeth for two days.
4: And he eats a lot of sugar. So, I mean, his mouth is rotting. But they make it clear that Margaret is camera shy and no one knows what she looks like. Therefore, she could go out on her own on the streets.
2: Oh, that's true. And and
4: be a normal person. (laughs) Because she's anonymous. So... It, that makes no sense to me
2: yeah this whole normal person like stuff that kind of bothers me especially at the end the big finale I know we're jumping forward where Margaret ends up with Kevin because she falls in love with Kevin and she actually says to him normal girls fall in love with normal boys like you Kevin did you think you were special you're not you're normal no, it's a sick burn buy at some the end. fucking toothpaste
4: it's a sick
2: burn.
1: So there are lots of other things that are exactly the same as a Christmas Prince, a Prince Christmas Chris.
4: Oh, have Please, you made the list?
1: I've made a list of the ones I noticed. Yeah, yeah. So there's a horse ride. Yeah. There's a snowball fight. Yeah. There's there's no makeover scene, which is actually a mistake because that's half the reason to watch these films. Yeah. There's a dance. Everyone knows how to dance. Does it? Do you know how to do a box waltz? Can I just have a show of hands? Yeah. No. <laughs> no one. Do you knows. not? No. Wow. Honestly, if someone came up to me and said, shall we dance?
2: Chris, shall we show her? <laughs> you don't know how to waltz? I know the waltz. timing.
1: One, two, three. But I don't know how to do the steps. You know, Are you taking the piss?
4: No, I know how to waltz.
1: Why? Have you not seen it once? Did you go to a good school?
4: Actually, it was it was at school doing a production of
2: My Fair Lady. Today's physical education <laughs> will be learning the waltz. Christopher, would you like to show the class? I'll spin you around the pub later. Oh, brilliant. Oh, OK. Mm. I look forward to that. Yeah. Um, and then I'll give you a reach around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> OK.
2: You no, can, like the archery thing. Yeah, you like can the teach archery. me how to play pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still very, very questionable. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pool, blowjob dope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, there's some orphans in it. Yep. Grateful Orphans. Yep. Got
2: that. I've got, I've got orphans written there.
1: Dead parents. Yep. That annoyed the shit out of me. Mm. Just to go back to A Christmas Prince, when she says, My mum died of leukemia. That fucks me off so much. The acceptable film Face of Cancer, never bowel cancer. Mm. Moving on. Um they watch a Christmas Prince in the Princess Switch. So it goes it's very meta for 30 seconds. Because they're written by the same bloke. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. That's just it was cheaper to do it that way. We'll pick up your shop and move it here. It ends on a wedding proposal. There's just... There are a couple Have of, I mentioned the horse? There are a couple
2: of big Castles. differences, though. Princess with long faces.
1: Princess with long faces. <laughs> but,
2: but I and I thought you'd immediately prefer the princess switch, Victoria, because she's very relatable to you and I, because she says she has a lazy eye <gasps> when she gets oh, yeah. fatigued. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I... I, know. I had, I had nothing on you, and now I yeah. feel like we're the same. And then I realised it was a joke, and I felt mocked.
1: You were? You were we were being mocked. We were, weren't yeah, we? for comic effect.
2: Apparently, that's okay. Like, Apparently, you know, that's okay. Yeah.
1: We just haven't uh, advocated for ourselves loudly enough, but that ends now.
2: The biggest difference, however, is how obsessed the prince in The Princess Switch is with an alien invasion. Throughout the movie, it feels like he knows something yeah. that he's never referenced. He says when they're shopping for toys for the kids... He goes, oh, "I've always wanted one of these laser guns." And she's like, "Oh yeah, you could defend us against an alien invasion." He was like, "No, diplomacy is how you deal with an alien invasion, not warfare."
1: And is it actually And he keeps by... mentioning
2: it throughout yeah. the movie.
1: Or uh lots of playing of Twister, which I found a bit <laughs> weird and also disgusting. Yeah, like, and also
2: yuck. also how stupid is he when he goes, "Oh, look, a mat with colors on it, colors of dots." It's like you know what Twister is, <laughs> like you're not no one's that sheltered,
1: and as a flirting device, I think it's had its day.
4: <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no toys for the children in Aldovia, it's just I, sorry Belgravia. <laughs> I feel like austerity has hit this country hard. It seems like quite a shitty country to me, actually.
2: Yeah, I just got really confused that it's called Belgravia and then the stadium and it's called no, Wembley. No, the, the studio is studio. called Wembley. That's Wembley right. Studios. I just feel like the writer went, I bet the, but people who watch this have never been to London, and the, Belgravia or too And the orphanage <laughs> The orphanage slash shelter is St Andrew's. Wrong,
1: Welcome to Tower Hamlets. <laughs> <laughs> the kingdom of Stoke Newington. <laughs>
2: I will take you on a journey to Kensal Rise.
1: <laughs> oh, this is a fun game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the ceremony is happening in Peckham, <laughs> so they uh, learn each other's. Like you know, what? don't want to play the game. No, don't, no. <laughs> not going to throw one in there. Gone on a bit too long. <laughs> okay, um, okay. I like this scene set on Good Street. Still going. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that was good. Um. Okay. so they learn about each other's life and personality traits in the space of two or three hours it feels like in in the makeover sequence how long do you think it would take to learn each other's personality traits i was thinking about this i reckon i could learn vicky in (laughs) about three hours and i reckon i could learn alex in about three years
1: are you saying he's more mysterious than me
2: enigmatic is the word I like to use but yes okay you've mysterious. got that
1: such back to front
2: I think it's I gone could it now it's out there I think
4: I could convince your family
1: that you were me yes <laughs> it would take me three
4: hours whereas Alex he's a mystery to me
1: really yeah he's not he's <laughs> such
4: an
2: open boy not in a good way <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah oh see it was going so well for me over here I knew it's it just... couldn't last Something
4: that occurred to me. Um, what are your thoughts on Olivia? I think she's called Olivia. <laughs> who the
2: fuck is Olivia? Olivia she's Olivia uh, uh,
4: Kevin's cute, daughter. The
2: cute child oh, who yeah. I feel
4: like has been orchestrating. I feel like she's the puppet master in this. She gets to go to Belgravia. She gets a ballet she scholarship. She gets a ballet scholarship. Little hospital. She uh gets her dad to marry a princess, which means she's gonna be a princess. Yeah. She I feel like she's I think there's something sinister going on with her. I don't trust her.
1: She's a child in a Christmas movie, so there's, there are certain things that she has to do. She has to ask Father Christmas for a new mom.
2: Yeah, totally. Yeah. That was like, geez, load it onto poor Kevin. He hasn't even got any toothpaste. And now he <laughs> needs to get a mom for you yeah. as well? Way
1: to And that's to her Christmas
2: Dad. wish. It's, oh, Christmas wish is a thing. You
4: make a wish on your birthday. Oh, shit. What about the old guy? Uh, I, the was magic getting, Man. I was gay. He's called Kindly Old Man in the credits. Possibly mm. magic. And he appears to be a
2: stalker. Yeah. He is not kindly, he is terrifying. So, so <laughs> explain, he, he shows up at the start of the he's film? He's at the start in Chicago, and he just starts talking to her and goes, oh, I see Christmas wishes coming from you, maybe they'll come true. Saying fortune cookie things, a mm-hmm. bit like the other film. Then bang, they're in Belgravia, and he's there, and she goes, <laughs> um, didn't, I, uh, didn't I see you in Chicago just last week? And he looks at her in the most terrifying way and goes, how could I have been in Chicago? <laughs> last week.
4: Yeah. On uh Which makes no sense. <laughs> but, yeah, because she was in Chicago <laughs> yeah. last week, so therefore he could the have been same in Chicago. Way I did it. But he shows up, he could be magical, he could be an elf, or could be Santa, but in they never
2: explain anything. It never pays off. You the think p- he maybe problem, will show up at the wedding at the end. The problem with him is in two scenes, uh both times when characters walk away from him, he's meant to look after them in a kind of knowing, I know your future kind of way. I swear it's the best bit about this film. He looks like he's sniffing them. Oh, he looks like he goes as they walk away like I can smell you. <laughs> Honestly, he does this weird thing where he raises his nostrils slightly and inhales. Like yeah, like Migs in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of nasty, We've
1: Kevin ruined Kevin, this film now. Kevin doesn't clean his teeth. I'll never watch it again.
4: Kevin doesn't clean his teeth. He suggests going and Pop the corn, which no one should ever say. You just go and get the popcorn. You don't pop the corn. What
1: if you make it yourself? Yeah, I'm,
4: I'd am i say I'm going to go and make some popcorn.
1: Yeah. Uh, I
4: know. i pop the corn. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, you
2: do you think...
1: That's why you're such a mystery. Yeah. So you're <laughs> such an enigma.
2: That's it. You, neither of you expected me to be the kind of guy who went, yeah, i right, will pop the
4: corn. I found, I found a fan theory on Slapping the beast, man. <laughs> Popping the corn. Uh, <laughs> suggesting that...
1: <laughs> no
4: worries. No, I
1: just need to get this
5: out. <laughs> Sorry. <It's not> <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, I'm all right. Good. <laughs>
4: I found a fan theory online that suggests that Wait, maybe what? Kevin the, this film has fans yeah. and those fans yeah. have theories. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh that Kevin might have killed his wife.
1: <laughs> that made me laugh my ass off
4: <laughs> yeah he's in love with Stacy, so he killed his wife and then Stacey will not have him so he goes for the next best thing
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah and he does paint uh, a reindeer on a bauble which is described as Rudolph the blood sucking reindeer which I, I think was his sort of way of admitting his murder mm. um, Vicky I feel like you're our
4: oftentimes moral compass on this podcast thank you so much um In the Me Too era, the post Me Too era, is are these girls their use of lies and identity theft to get mouth access?
1: Mouth access. Vis a vis kissing. Mouth access?
4: Is
2: this- So you don't say popping the corn (laughs) or pop the corn, but you do say mouth access. you
1: You can give someone a blowjob on their foot
2: <laughs> no, but you, okay, say, you get down on your knees
1: but he doesn't say he knees he says they fall on my feet if he said they oh. got on their knees
2: hey, it's that long
1: <laughs> <laughs> La, uh, uh.
2: Uh, trailing behind him like a tail <laughs> uh, oh
4: my god is it problematic that these girls are like picking up fluff <laughs>
1: and like old receipts <laughs> <laughs>
2: Buy a fucking Hoover. How's it? How's it picking him up? Has it oh, got hands? No, because it like it might still be a bit damp on the tip, <laughs> it's like stuff's getting stuck to it. Uh, oh. we've lost a lot of listeners in the last thirty seconds. Nonsense. <laughs> Do you mean when we said we were doing the princess
4: switch? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Do you mean an hour ago? <laughs>
4: <laughs> people who like these films who might have tuned in because they saw the titles have definitely switched off haven't they? just to <laughs> very quickly point.
1: answer your question it's absolutely fine power structures are different do what you've got to do I have no problem with it but Kevin why do you expect women to be perfect and virtuous constantly <laughs> is my question back at you Prince Christmas.
4: <laughs> this is completely Christmas. perverted. Kevin thinks he's kissing
2: kissing his best friend. He's Fucking, kissing a stranger right, and
1: he's never lied to a woman. Fucking do well, he killed Kevin. his wife?
2: <laughs> <laughs> but he did We don't know if he lied to her. He tried to admit to it though. He has sort of come he's, out. He's reaching out, yeah. I
1: suppose. Yeah. He's, Someone he's helping. Around.
2: He's carrying guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think the horse reference in this is possibly my favorite horse reference in a film where which one of Vanessa Hudgens goes, <laughs> a warm horse is a happy horse. And there's nothing better than a happy horse.
1: It was weird, wasn't it? And when she walks into the stables and it's in slow-mo, they're like, check her in riding gear. <laughs> that was an odd moment. Yeah. And then also when he's going to do the kiss and he does the, the classic, you've got something in your eye mm. and tries to like poke her in the eye. <laughs> like, has that ever worked in the history of... Of these things, you've got something in your eye. Oh, really? Sorry, I'll just obviously fix that myself because it's my eye. <laughs> so,
2: so, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. No, I just I had it in my head that he might have gone, you know, next level and sort of licked a handkerchief and cleaned around her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like your mum used a bit to do. Lunch. Yeah, oh, you got some food just caught in your teeth. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, suck it out. Yeah. And. <laughs> um, so uh, another thing that I have a problem with in this movie is the piano bit. No one can learn the piano that fast when they go, play the piano. And he goes, why don't we duet? And then she somehow manages to play it. Also, that scene would work better if they'd gone, play the piano. She'd gone, I can't, because she can't, because mm. she's not really the princess. And then she'd sat down and play chopsticks.
1: I thought it would be brilliant if she sat down and been like pretending, I can't, I can't. And they're just like, bang, it's the nutcracker suite. I can do anything. Brilliant.
4: Or if the piano had been on the floor, like big. Yeah. Yes, that would have been better. Would have been cute. Um, a, so they set her up a as a great movie. They set her up as a baker. She goes to Belgravia for a baking contest against her rival, mm. and it just seems like this completely pointless subplot that goes absolutely nowhere yeah. and doesn't need to be in the film.
2: Yeah, when you called her her nemesis earlier, I'm like oh, nemesis. Yeah. I'm
1: overdoing it a bit. Is
2: herself. Uh, it's certainly not that. Not woman. Brianna. Is that what her name is?
1: She's called Brianna. Brianna. Yeah.
4: We've said nothing about uh, the prince in this film. Um, what were your feelings about him, Vicky?
1: I think it's odd that as he is is becoming increasingly attracted to Vanessa Hudgens as the Duchess, he says to her with a twinkle in his eye, "You remind me of my grandmother." And then I thought, "What? Oh, yeah, now you want to shag her more? That's weird." No, but her grandmother was like... This yeah, I get it. This rebel. yeah, Because right. she spoke her mind. Yeah, the mad bitch. I know, but he
2: does come round because he's like, listen, you got any opinions on state affairs? I want to hear them.
1: I want to hear them. Might not necessarily do anything with them, but yeah. you talk as much as you want.
4: <laughs> he does sing the song that plays over the opening credits, Bring the Snow, which I liked enough to download on Spotify.
1: He sings the theme tune?
4: Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a musician. Oh. He was on the TV show Nashville is what got him famous.
1: Oh, really? Uh,
4: although he's a Brit. Who? Yeah. Who's this? The Prince? The yeah, prince. Sam pa- Sam Palladio, and I think it's a really good song. I can't remember it.
2: Yeah, I didn't. Sorry, got nothing on songs. Sure. So, which of the two guys
4: would you have gone for, the Prince or Kevin, the wife killer?
5: Um,
1: <laughs> if Kevin uh, walked around with no top on. All the time.
2: And brushed his fucking and teeth. Brushed his
1: goddamn teeth. Um, no, I would go for the prince because I would like an easy life. Yeah. I don't want to work for money. I don't want to. I'm a shit baker, mm-hmm. as you might expect. Did you expect that? Since you can um, deduct my personality in three hours, <laughs> I can't bake. Spoiler.
2: <laughs> I think it'd, be, can quicker I bake? To, it'd be quicker for
4: you to tell me what you can do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> can I bake? Uh, no, of course you can't I actually can Oh, oh my god oh,
4: Can you bake well? No, oh god, no, no
1: You can open an <laughs> oven and put something in it Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: that's baking,
4: right? What yes, was the last right. thing you baked?
2: Uh, I uh, some frozen He's making, look, he's looking up like a liar does <laughs> You
4: know, looking to the ceiling
1: You've turned into Darren Brown in like the last 10 minutes
4: Went to school with him
1: Did you? Yeah You're lying His
4: dad taught me to swim and he, his dad was Bobby Brown, who was the school swimming teacher. And he was called Darren back then, not Darren. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. Oh, that's, I love that fact.
4: I didn't know him because he was that much older than me, but I have met him since then and we've talked about school. Cool. Sorry, what? what you've had time to think now. What was the last thing you baked? <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Alaska.
1: <laughs> yeah. A wedding cake, actually.
2: <laughs> oh. oh, that's unprofessional. Sorry, yeah, I left my phone on. <laughs> who in is room. it? Answer. It's my mum. Let's say hello to your mum. <laughs> hello, mum. Hello, I'm. I'm just recording the podcast at the moment. Is everything okay? Yeah,
5: everything's
2: fine. I'll speak to you later. Hi, ma'am. Chris says hello. Hi. Okay. Hi. Okay. Hi, Pam. Vicky says hi as well. Oh. Uh,
5: enjoy your program casting
4: podcasting. Thanks, love. <laughs> Thanks, Pam. Thanks, Mum. Bye. 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 Oh, that was nice. We should have asked him what the last thing you baked was. <laughs>
5: <laughs> he still
2: hasn't said anything. Let's just move on. Yeah, fine. Um, I honestly we... can't remember, but it was amazing. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Shall we do the bits? Um, or have d- got just one any thing more to say.
2: Uh,
4: no, actually, I will make it one of my bits. Yeah, I was just going to. I was just doing the same thing. I will make it one of my bits. Just... So okay. I'll get rid of that. I did like the moment when. One of them, one of the twin, one of the girls says schedule and the other one says schedule. I thought that was a good bit of writing to know that we pronounce that word differently in England and America. It's
1: not really writing, it's more like fact checking.
4: Mm. Um, the sequel's coming out uh, next year. Oh, can't wait. Uh, in the sequel, Duchess Margaret unexpectedly inherits the throne and hits a rough patch with Kevin, so it's up to Stacey to save the day before a new lookalike, party girl Fiona, foils their plans. There's going to be three Vanessa Hutchins in the next she one. working her arse off. <laughs> we are throne. doing that next Christmas.
2: I have to say, she does very well. She does, but they feel like th- th- there's moments where they've gone, we haven't really got anything, uh, Vanessa, so... Can you just sort of do your stuff, what you do? It's like that whole walking bit goes on for ages. I'm going to walk like this, and Mm. then I'm going to walk like that. And it's like, you feel it. There are moments where she's been hung out to dry a little bit in this. Just a little bit. Not lots, because she's good, but there are bits. (laughs) Little bits. Categories. Right, uh, so, um, I know you get funny about which order we do them in. Shall we do (laughs) best scene first? Vicky gets to this. Why don't you take over? Yeah, why don't you?
1: Um, Because
4: that's how we do it.
1: <laughs> is what am i doing it now yeah that your most valuable character chris
2: wait oh. we're starting with them. <laughs> shut up Head it's up. A different lines in order was, why don't chris no wait you start do it say best scene
4: <laughs> do you always do best scene or
1: i do not care <laughs> okay
4: <laughs> my favorite scene was right at the end during the wedding when she throws her bouquet uh it it lands in the arms of Vanessa Hudgens' body double, and they didn't bother to ch- switch it out, so it's a completely different woman. And then it closes oh, up and it's lo- her. She's got
2: loads of tattoos on her <laughs> arms. <laughs> <Yeah>. I just <laughs> like the fact they couldn't be asked to actually change that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah they yeah. left her in. She has a hook for her hand as well. That's correct. Vicky, what's your Best scene.
1: Oh, I'm really struggling. Um, let's just say it's where Kevin takes his top off. That's
2: what I've got! Oh, really? Kevin with his top off, yeah. borrowing toothpaste in the night.
1: <laughs> Why would he it's quite a passive aggressive move, actually. Isn't it quite sexually aggressive? Like, unless they're really best friends and they walk around with their top off all the time, mm. you don't just pop, you don't do the pop into someone's room and be like, and it's is it obviously a bullshit excuse, like, oh, I've forgotten my. Toothpaste. And you
2: can see that he's just been doing push-ups like just before yeah. he comes to the door because all his veins are popping. Yeah. Like Zach Efron. Like Zach Efron, yeah. On the Neighbours set. So the
1: more I think about it, the worse I feel about that scene, actually. Mm, yeah. Mm. Oh,
2: too late now. Favourite scene. Never mind. My yep. favourite. OK, MVC, Chris.
4: So I'm going to go with Vanessa Hudgens, the actress, because there are moments where she's an American actress doing an English person pretending to do an American accent, talking to an American Pretending to do an English accent, and she purposely slips up in some of those scenes. And I just think there's a lot going on there that's very impressive. But I was also impressed with Nick Sagar, who plays Kevin, because I never suspected he's English in real life. No, and I didn't clock that.
2: No, he just told us that a minute ago. Did no, he? I haven't said it yet. I thought you said no. You said he was on Nashville, which is weird because he's no, a that's, the prince. that's the Prince. Who are you? I'm talking talking about Kevin. About?
4: The guy who plays Kevin's English.
2: With his
1: stop off? Who's Kevin? <laughs>
2: The guy the sexu- with his top off.
1: The sexual predator with his He's an English kids. guy
2: in real life. I must have missed that bit. <laughs> nope. In real life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
4: as is the little girl his daughter Olivia she's English as well. What? Yes! Oh, right. yeah, everyone's English Olivia! This? I remember Olivia. This Kevin guy. Uh, <laughs> no idea. Okay. Vicky.
1: My most valuable character is cheap Tom Hollander Frank.
2: <laughs> oh I like Frank but he wasn't in it enough. Frank yeah. was great. No, was. So I actually know the guy who plays him Mark Fleischman. I haven't seen him for like probably 20 years Yeah, but we used to do stand-up together oh, really? uh, yeah. he's funny in this he's, yeah, he's so good in it he's he gets my... a couple
4: of Home Alone <laughs> yeah. slapstick moments he's and... my uh, he's my MVC as well Frank oh, DeLuca God. he yeah. was mine until I changed it oh
2: okay you okay, that, that was nearly a clean sweep for Frank yeah no I, I thought he was great I mean I still sort of found it a bit uncomfortable that he was taking photographs of the Duchess outside in a bedroom yeah it's sort of like I know you've been asked by the King to find out what's going on but we've all but... got a
1: line a professional line right. is exactly.
2: that when the two of them are talking to each other yes so shouldn't they close the curtains if they're doing this
4: plot it's pretty simple yeah it's there <laughs> there's fault. one there's one rule it's their fault it's, Chris. it always yeah. is it always is there's no such thing as a peeping tom Hollander um, <laughs> um, Chris what would you change um, <laughs> I, I would um, have uh, Vanessa Hudgens play Twister against Vanessa Hudgens don't introduce Twister and have Two actresses who are the same, playing the same part, and not have them play Twister together.
2: Would that not have undone the whole plot, though? Because she has to escape from the toy store. Yeah. You mean like a, a just a of, scene at the end, a post credits kind a of scene thing. at the end, where
1: they play Twister in private? Is that what you mean? Mm. Okay. Oh
4: no, yeah. I didn't. I wasn't thinking about it like that. Draw the curtains. <laughs> oh dear, but I am intrigued. Okay, uh, so what would you change,
2: uh, Chris?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I would. Uh, have a scene not in this film but in A Christmas Night the new Vanessa Hudgens movie where her and the knight are watching this (laughs) film on Netflix and they're watching the scene where they're watching A Christmas Prince on Netflix that'll
1: definitely happen I think that'll happen
4: yeah I want to meta Meta, this shit up yeah lovely I want to inset this shit what would you change, Victoria?
1: I can't believe that the morning that Stacey is Margaret, her first morning, and she goes down to breakfast with the king and queen, I have certain expectations of films like this, and she doesn't fuck up the cutlery. Now, come uh, on. Yeah. Come
2: on. Like using a fish knife to stir a tea.
1: Obviously. Yeah. Come the fuck on. It's yeah. sitting in front of you. Mm. I mean, mm.
2: I was disappointed. Throwing a steak knife out of the window. Yeah. Just not knowing what to do with yeah. the cutlery. Fuck! yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's this what's this a spoon do?
1: Ah! Oh, it's in my eyes now. That's my
2: change. Yep. Yeah. Uh my change would be, seeing as it's sort of mentioned as a running joke throughout, I think a post-credit scene should be where everyone's happy and then suddenly an alien mothership decloaks and you see the prince and he goes, Fuck diplomacy. <laughs> and pulls out a laser gun and that's the end. And you're like, what's gonna happen? That's brilliant. <laughs> Before we
4: go to the verdict, um, these are quite, both quite moralistic films. Do you think we've learned anything?
2: Yeah, yeah. Don't let me pick the movies. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I quite enjoyed talking about them. No, yeah, I did. Too. I did. They were a bit of a slog to watch, especially um, the second one was long, too long. wasn't it? It mm-hmm. it it, it, was, it was exhausting.
2: I feel we're getting into casting our votes now. I think, no, I think maybe we should just do the verdict. Do it. All right. Here's the verdict. Chris, what are you going for this week? Well, neither
4: film made me want to Netflix and chill. They actually made me want to Netflix and kill. Netflix
2: and chill is a euphemism for sex. You know that, right?
1: Yeah, I thought they might. He doesn't. I thought they were romantic yeah, movies. He, he knows and he doesn't
2: care. <laughs> Sunday, I watched them on Sunday
4: with, with my better half. I thought it was going to be a bit of romance in the air. She just got increasingly annoyed as we were watching. She got annoyed with the second one as well. Yeah, they're annoying movies, Chris. <laughs> um, But as the suspense of... Christmas, the Princess Switch revolves around pureeing berries. <laughs> I think the balls it takes to put that in a movie. I'm letting that one have the win. <laughs> princess
2: Switch, okay, Victoria.
1: I just don't know. Um, I
2: don't know or don't care it's really.
1: Fifty fifty. 50 for me at the moment. So I'm gonna say because. Um, the A Christmas Prince is like the origin of this because they watch it in a prince the Princess Switch. I'm just going to pick a Christmas Prince. Don't ask me to say any more than that.
2: Okay, uh, so that leaves it with me this week. They were my choices, so it's nice that I, I get the casting vote. Um, it's not. I don't really care. But I love a Prince's, a Winter Prince, a Christmas Prince. The Prince, f- I Prince, love
1: it. Jingle. I love
2: it because of the horse. I, I've said it before, but that fucking horse is amazing. Like just the, like the, the the amount of time that horse has spent setting up that trap for her is is wonderful. And I really wish there was more of the horse in it. And I thought there was cunning and, and there's an intelligence that horse has that you don't normally see in a movie horse. <laughs> that said, it's a fucking awful film. <laughs> Whereas the Princess Switch is roughly watchable so The Princess Switch is the winner this week
1: a worthy winner (laughs) is it? yeah yeah yeah. it is the better film it
2: is
4: nice Um, next week we're doing something a bit different we are doing the first ever Clash of the Titles awards yay so we're off to the pub to figure out the categories and talk about the year and talk about films and ask each other stupid questions but to give you a bit of a head start for the week after Vicky it's your choices
1: Alex, I would like you to watch Pacific Rim. Love it. And Chris, I would like you to watch Reign of Fire.
2: Oh. And I
1: will need to watch both of those. Have you
2: not seen either? No. You're in for a treat. They're both great. Okay. I think we all need to watch both of them. Oh, yeah, that's
1: how it works. (laughs) Sorry.
2: (laughs) Sorry. Shall we do that? Yeah. (laughs) All right, there you go. So the winner this week is the Princess Switch. If you do want to get in touch with us on Twitter, it's at ClashBod, or you can email us, uh, which is show at... Clashpod.com. Thanks very much. Or uh, like uh, MacGyver, you're welcome to write his letters. Um, (laughs) I'll post uh, Vicky's address online (laughs) so you can find it there. Thanks very much for listening and do subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify or other. See you in a week. Bye-bye.
3: This was a Stakhanov production.